Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. Head over to omahasteaks.com. Right now, use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, and get yourself the new promotional on their uh, Burger Perfection package. It's awesome. Draft night Friday, we're actually going to be grilling and eating those Omaha steak burgers on the show. So if you want to watch what people's faces look like when they're eating those steak burgers from Omaha Steaks, check it out Friday night. We're going to be chowing down on those. Today on the show, I got Kenny Mack with me. Ken McDonald, president of the Ottawa Browns Backers Club. Kenny, how are we doing today? Man, I am feeling great. The biggest thing here up, up in Ottawa, we've actually got this thing, this big orb in the sky is called the sun whoa the sun every yeah we're (laughs) feeling pretty good up here uh in celsius we're hitting 25 degrees so i got shorts on i'm feeling great and i can't wait to talk about some draft awesome so when the sun's out that's grilling weather right so omaha steaks another plug for that but omaha steaks man those (laughs) those burgers look so tasty they are different kind i gotta find out what that's about i legit just had had some for lunch like my girlfriend i made them for lunch today they were awesome I always have them in the freezer. I've always got them. I'm always stocked up. Yeah, they look amazing. <laughs> so today we are going through our final mock draft episode before the real draft, which, you know, the things kick off Thursday night. So later in the week, you guys are going to see an episode from us. We're going to do some hot take, bold predictions, NFL draft trade scenarios, things that we're predicting to happen. They're just it's kind of some fun scenarios, things we've heard in the media, things we've, you know, rumors floated around. So that'll be a lot of fun. We're getting input from guys like Kenny, some other people out of the dog pack. I think I put a post on Twitter to see if anybody had any bowl predictions they want on the show. So send them in. We're we're going to play them. But and yeah, so Friday night, draft night, 7 o'clock. Make sure you guys are tuned in to YouTube Live. We're going to do the second, third round as much as we can. We're going to go at least till about 10 o'clock. And we have the uh, homage t-shirt giveaway. There's going to be a, a winner each hour so. Stay tuned. If you don't know how to enter, just head over to our Twitter page. All the information is right there. Kenny, why don't you start us off with some of, well, first of all, let's go with your positions of need for the Browns. What areas of the team should the Browns, in your opinion, be focusing on in the draft? Yeah, like I, I put a little roster together of what it might look up look like for uh, game day, kickoff game day two, 2023. And when I look at the roster, the biggest thing that sticks out to me is linebacker. Uh, number one, we got a couple guys that are coming off injuries, and uh, the depth just isn't great. And we saw those guys kind of get run over last year. Um, so I don't really know where they are as far as like depth, and um, uh, that's concerned. However, given the state of our defensive line, I think it's a little bit better, and they may shine more. But I just really want to see linebacker. So that's my number one eat uh the another one another one would be defensive tackle and the reason i'm picking tackle i was okay with it uh just with the news of Perion winfrey and he's skating on some real thin ice right now if anything happens they're still really deliberating kind of where he is so dt and depth and maybe that starter next to tomlinson i'm a little worried about because again i don't know where branch is as far as not playing last year then after that, I'd have to, again, go back to the defense. If we had an injury in the safety room, I'd be a little weary of where we would be. Uh, and I know that, uh, obviously, there's uh, free agents probably still yet to be signed, but let's just say it's the season starting tomorrow. So safety would be my next one, so mainly depth. Then after that, I would be going on offense. And from offense down, I'd be looking at running back depth because we still really don't know uh, what we're going to get out of uh, last year's rookie forward. 
our receiver depth uh, just because we lost Woods. Center depth is a concern because it was a massive drop off last year with Posick, and then some OT depth as well, and that's kind of the way I would rate it. Okay, excellent. So I'm, you know, we've kind of talked about this on the show the last few weeks. The Browns have eight picks in the draft. We don't anticipate the Browns using all eight, just because we don't know if they've got eight roster spots available, especially available for rookies. Uh, it just seems like if the Browns aren't getting guys that are on their board who they feel can come in and contribute either at a you know a substantial depth piece or contribute immediately on special teams in a specific way, I don't think they're bringing them in. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I'd agree. I mean, like, obviously I'm going to pick that and uh, the, what I just said, and that's where I feel they need um, uh, some pieces. Right. But take a look at the roster and the overall depth. You know, OC and OT are really luxury, so you kind of kind of wipe that away, right? And then when you take those pieces out, uh, what it really leaves you with and the concerns would be defensive tackle, linebacker overall, uh, safe, safety depth, and then you'd be looking at running back depth and a little bit maybe receiver, but I'm still okay with that. Um, but those are those would be my main four. So I'd say maybe five guys might make the roster. What do you think? I think that's fair. Um, I think one nice thing about this draft just if, if you're listening to draft analysts and draft circles, things like that, it is pretty deep at running back. So the Browns don't need to necessarily, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word waste. That's not the right word, but allocate a higher pick to a running back to bring in some sort of depth that they can believe in. I think that there are guys they can find fifth round and on sixth, seventh, maybe some UDFAs as well that could come in. I, I, I really think that there's a good running back, a good crop of, of prospects coming out this season. Um, Let's focus real quick then on linebacker primarily. That was your number one area of need. Who are some guys that if they start to slide in the draft that you think the Browns might be looking at, or at least that you would be looking at saying, oh, I'm hoping to see the the notification come up that the Browns traded up for this pick? Yeah, there's three guys that I really like. Uh, they They all can hit. Two of them can really run. Uh, one would be Drew Pearson out of Arkansas. He's kind of rated in the 20s right now. If he were to fall for some reason just because they're linebackers, uh, and I don't think Andrew Barry is the only one that just doesn't want to pay or draft high in that area, uh, he would definitely be high on my list. Uh, I know that's a uh, guy's been kind of clamored for in my own backer group. Um, my personal opinion would be I like Jack Campbell. I, again, I don't think he's going to fall. Uh, but I think he's someone that could really shore up the middle and he likes to hit. Uh, supposedly he's got the size and sorry, supposedly he can like, uh, cover as well. Uh, but his main thing is a downfield, uh, hitter. And, uh, I'd really like to have him on the team. The other guy that now he's had two visits with the Browns. So that I don't know how big that is, or it's a smoke screen, but Trenton Smith and, uh, Trenton Simpson, Trenton, uh, Simpson. Thanks. Yep. No, you're good. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. A lot of names. And, uh, I know you're thinking of Mozzie yeah, Smith, aren't you? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Of. <laughs> I, I, I would really like him. That'll be another conversation. And uh, But he can run. He can hit. He's got good size. And uh, those would be the three targets for me. Now, what are we going to get him at, at, in a third round scenario? Uh, it'd be highly unlikely. We'd right. have to trade some capital up to get them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, definitely... Definitely a trade back into the, I would say, probably mid mid to late second round to get somebody if they start to fall. I think if they're falling past, oh, I don't know what draft spot you want to put on it, 48, something like that. You know, maybe you can start to see the Browns make, yeah. make a move. So I, what you're looking at and, and what I've seen as far as like when you take the capital and you put it together with that little spreadsheet that the Brown, or sorry, that the NFL uses to calculate trade value. Uh, ultimately, you're looking around pick 48 to 52. Okay. And you'd be getting rid of your third round, 74. Uh, you'd be getting around rid of your 96th overall pick, and you'd be getting around to your sixth overall pick. Or, uh, sorry, your sixth round pick is what I okay. say. Well, that's kind of what you're looking at. Okay. Well, we're going to, you know, we're going to do, actually, we're going to do two mock drafts on the show here today with Kenny. The first one we're going to go through, they're both of them are going to be done on PFF. 
their mock draft simulator. The first one we're going to go through all eight picks that the Browns currently have, no trades, nothing like that. And then that one will be a little quicker. And then we'll do a second one where we actually do make a trade, kind of like Kenny was just proposing. If somebody that we've discussed that we like starts to fall in that draft, we'll go ahead and move up and take them. See what the grade ends up being for that. Yeah, we'll be the two next Andrew Berries, man. Let's go. That's right, man. <laughs> okay, so before we do it, we just talked about linebackers. Are there any other specific prospects that you want to make mention of before we dive into the mocks? Well, he, here's one that I've been looking at, and it's kind of been all over the map, but the potential and uh, j- just the overall rating is super high. But because they're a running back, I've seen them draft really low. So I've seen the draft pick for this individual from 20, I believe, which is the Cowboys, all the way down to third uh, with another team. I, just, I don't recall. Maybe it was the Bengals. Would it be uh, uh, B. John Robinson? <laughs> oh, yeah. And he. He's been all over the place in mock drafts. Now, where he goes, like let's say he falls mid-second round. Say he falls, he's at 40, pick 40. Would you go get him? Well, me personally, I'm going to say no because I know we, we've we talked, we've had a lot of running back debates on the show here recently. You know, we have Nick Chubb and I just don't think Bijan Robinson... First of all, I don't think he makes it out of the first round. I really don't. Honestly, there's a chance. I, I, I 100% agree with you, but I'm, what I'm saying and I'm posturing this, you know what I mean? If it were to happen. Right? If if it were to happen, I just, I see so many other immediate needs that, that we have. I just don't see running back. I see that as more of a depth need than an immediate, we need a guy who can come in and hit home runs right away. Because we've already got that guy. Um I'd rather get a guy that I feel can hit home runs at linebacker like we've talked about or interior D-line, edge rusher, something if if an elite-level wide receiver starts to slip down the board, something like that. But I just, I don't know about running back, but what would you do in that scenario? It'd be tough, and part of the reason I'm asking this question because I saw on NFL.com, just for our 74th pick, they had us take the kid out of Auburn, right? They had us bat for our first pick, so... I'm not saying that they know anything or, I mean, they're all just posturing at this time. Uh, but I thought it was kind of weird that they had that. That being said, it'd be a tough, it'd be a tough decision. And here's what I'm looking at. Nick Chubb is worth X amount of dollars to the Browns, right? His contract's done in what? How many years? I think this, is so, this it? I don't know. It could be one more year after this. So we get two years with this kid on a rookie deal. Plus you get another two years on that rookie deal paid a lot of money to our quarterback uh we got to pay a lot of money to this defensive line we pay a lot of money to our offensive line so there's only so much money to go around right right so would it be a cutting move i don't know do i do i and now i'm not saying that i don't want to hear anything about i don't want Nate chubb it's my favorite player you know what i mean but that being said the money's going to come from somewhere there's only only the salary cap only goes up so much a year no, you're absolutely right. Nick Chubb, by the way, is signed through 2024. So we got this year, next year. He is, what is he, 27? He'll be 27 and a half-ish. By the end of this season, he'll be 28 years old. Now, the guys on the show give me a hard time because I'm always harping on running back age, but it's a thing. It's a real thing. I mean, not you see these guys yeah. drop off after a certain age. Now, of course, Nick Chubb with his workload management the last couple of years, and he might be just a, a different player. Like I've said before, bodies break down differently. So just because a guy's 28 doesn't mean he's automatically going to break down. His body could have broken down at 25, some of these guys. You never know. Yeah, 100%, but, man. Hey, he don't don't hear what I'm not saying, though. Bijan Robinson would be, he's going to be an amazing player. He's an incredible prospect, and if he was on the Browns, I would root for him. I'd be too, totally yeah. pumped about it. Well, there's two scenarios I see. He's either on us or stay in the NFC. Uh, and then we don't have to see him so much, right? Right. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and we're going to queue up the mock draft. And before we do, we're just going to take a quick break. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest homemade burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real, aged Omaha steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, 
and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout and get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. You get $20 off the Burger Perfection flight, plus free shipping. Discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, so as you can see, we got the mock draft settings pulled up here. We are going to go all seven rounds. We are the Browns, and we're just going to keep this one on speed turbo because we don't care what the other teams are drafting. We are not making trades, so we're going to launch into this thing, and here we go. See, Bryce Young went first overall, huh? Wow. Okay, we can get into that another day, but yeah. pick 74, Browns are on the clock. Here we go. Our top, let's see, the top receiver on the board is Nathaniel Dell. You've got your top center is Luke Weipler from Ohio State. Garrett Williams, the cornerback out of Syracuse. Travis Hodges-Tomlinson, cornerback out of TCU. Here's Andre Carter. We've talked about him a few times on the show, the edge out of Army. Oh, we've got safeties. Jamie Robinson. Um, Who else? Carl Brooks, the edge, is is here. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kenny. What are you looking at? Danny Brown, I've heard a lot. Or sorry, what was his name? Uh, Jamie Robinson. Robinson. Safety out of Florida State. Yeah, I've seen a ton of connections with him. Now, there's uh, the the, uh, receiver out of uh, Houston. He's had two visits with the Browns, one at the Combine, and the Browns have actually brought him in. Okay. So there's something that they really like about him. I don't know if you can shed some light on it, but I, I don't know much about him. I think they call him Tank. Which is a great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they they do call him Tank, but he's definitely not. He's five foot eight, one sixty five. He is a small, small, small receiver. Uh, he's very fast. I just I just don't know if he's the type of receiver the Browns bring in. Um, it says no. you know one of the things that PFF has him listed here. You can see it on the screen what he can improve is route running efficiency. I mean, when you're that small, you better be very good with your route running. You can't just have speed and expect that to win because you're going to be put in a lot of contested catch situations down the field too. And at five eight, you're not winning those. I'm sorry. You're just you're just not going to. Yeah, and I think Stefanski's gonna want some more versatility out of a receiver than that sounds just like a slot. Yeah. And uh I I just don't think he's got the size for I I, I would definitely pass on that. We got bigger, bigger uh things that we need like um safety and linebacker so i would say based on where we are mm-hmm. let's see i've seen kj henry as well linked to us but i i mean i was with the with the number of visits and what we need i might go with jamie robinson okay well let me just throw one more jamie robinson or would you go jordan battle the safety out of alabama i did not see jordan so who's who's rated higher here well, right now, Jordan Battle's rated higher. His average ADP is at 77. Robinson is at 88. We want to pull up just a quick bio on these guys. We'll do a little more in-depth on, on obviously, this pick and the, these first couple picks since they're the higher ones. But Jordan Battle projected third round, uh, high floor safety. who can be a plug-and-play starter from day one. Uh, four-year starter at Alabama for Nick Saban. He does kind of he's, – he's a little older. He's, he's 22.3 years old at – you got to remember the Andrew Barry age thing. I mean, that is a legit thing that he looks at. I think that he, yeah. Jordan Battle falls in that range though for for us. Yeah. So six one two oh nine. So what's uh, do we want a coverage safety or do we want a one that hits? I want one that hits. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go for all. Then we're picking Battle. We're picking Battle. Okay. Is that is that for sure our pick right now? We're going Jordan Battle. Yeah. Okay. Want a thumper. So it's pick 74. We just took the safety Jordan battle out of Alabama. Now we're back on the clock with pick 98. What are we looking at here? 
Okay, so we've got so I've I've seen Isaiah McGuire a lot in this area. Uh, I've been looking for a lot of like I don't not sure if we want edge help, but uh, his he is a little bit older though. I think this was kind of no, he's twenty years under twenty yeah twenty one years old. Yeah, so that's part of the reason why I liked him. I thought he had a decent time and a decent weight for being an edge. Um, his, uh, overall is 81.2. Uh, the other one that I see is close to home, Bowen Green. Uh, that would be Carl Brooks. Uh, so if we want to go edge, uh, the other thing is we obviously need defensive line help. So I would like to get that addressed early. And we have that Moho Ojomo. <laughs> he's out of Texas. Yeah. Moro. Yeah. Sorry. Moro. And uh, he is young as well. So yep, 21 years old. Def- and uh, 292, he may be something that could mold next to uh, Tomlinson uh, that can, um, uh, you know, he consistently wins, like it says. He's a 3-4-N. He can be a 3-4-N. I don't know if they want to go to that in some kind of like dime or nickel package. Uh, so it might be something, although it does say it pass rush He's more pass rush moves. Right. He says that he's, he's excels more as a run defender, which I mean, his run defense grade was 91.4, pretty darn high. Something that I think the Browns, I mean, that should interest the Browns with how bad our run defense has been. Yeah. I, that's, I think that's the thing that interested me the most about him. So yeah. I mean, I would, I would definitely lead to him. He still had, you know, five sacks last year. His pass rush grade is 84.1. It says, that's the area he can pr- improve, but it doesn't mean he's necessarily bad at it. It just means it's not it's not his total strong suit. But I, I've seen this guy, they, picked this guy in mocks before. I I think he's got good potential. Yeah, I, I'm gonna bet on Schwartz developing him. So I, yeah, I like. Him. Okay, so we're gonna go Moro Ojomo, interior defensive lineman out of Texas. Okay, moving on to pick one eleven. So we've Carl Brooks, the edge out of Bowling Green, still on the board. KJ Henry, edge out of Clemson, still on the board. Isaiah McGuire, your edge out of Missouri, you just mentioned last pick. He's still on the board. Anthony Johnson Jr., safety out of Iowa State. He is on the board with the Browns go two safeties. Or since they took Jordan you, Battle. You could. You could. That's not a bad pick. Um, I I think that KJ Harvey's a an intriguing pick too, because is he not very young and very fast? Who are we looking at? It might be KJ uh, Henry. Sorry, KJ Henry. Yeah, let's yeah. see. KJ Henry. He is. Uh, he's older. He's over twenty four years old. Well, I'm thinking of someone else. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying that you know a guy being twenty four years old would immediately, you know, there's no way the Browns would draft him. But you do have to remember that these older prospects, a guy like twenty four. Say he comes out and he he plays pretty well or whatever, and you're thinking about resigning him. Whenever he gets to his second contract, he's going to be going on 29 years old. Right. So it's just something to consider when when you're drafting yeah. and you're investing in younger rookies. Now, I think originally through other mocks, I had another D lineman picked, and it was Zach Pickens. I just don't know if he's available for us at this point. Well, I can I can look him up real quick and see if he's gone. Looks like he is not available now. So, okay. Another guy that I we have talked about before is this linebacker out of Tulane, Dorian Williams. I do believe the Browns met with him. Is that correct? Yeah, that they did meet with him. Uh, I thought he was a little slight on uh, weight at two twenty eight. He's he. We already had. Go ahead. No, I was. I'm going to say exactly what you're going to say. We've already got JOK. Yeah, and he's now. Now he is young, so we already got JOK's. So, I mean, we, and we also have Tony Fields, right? They're, True. They're all, they'd all be the same. True. So I, that's the only thing that would, I like his stats. So I, I looked him up. Um, the, the other thing I'll throw this out there. What about uh, 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 Luke uh, Shoemaker from uh, Michigan, a tight end? We got um, Njoku and we got Atkins. And then Bryant is a wild card, right? Oh, he's old. Sure. He is so, 24 and a half years old. But he can block. He's capable of blocking. So I don't know if that's something that 
Bryant's going to improve on, but um, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't see Barry now that you bring that up doing that. I know they've met with him a couple times, so that's why I brought it up. Yeah, and tight end is one of those positions that I do look for the Browns to address at some point, whether it is in the draft, if a guy they like is available at a good spot, or if they go back to free agency like they did with Jordan Akins. But yeah, Harrison Bryant just hasn't shown... I know it takes a few years for tight ends to really develop and come into their own in the NFL, but he just hasn't shown much progress at all, to be honest. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we can go Shoemaker, or we could... Look at these edge rushers, McGuire, Brooks, one of these guys, if you like. Yeah, you know what? I'll just stick to my guns and my gut, and I'll go with Isaiah McGuire. Isaiah McGuire, the edge rusher out of Missouri. Welcome to Cleveland in this fake draft. <laughs> okay, we're on yeah. one twenty. Penalize them because Elliot came out of there, right? So, oh, <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so we're moving on to pick one twenty six. Let's see. Um, now, with 126, do you want to address um, backup center with Juice Scruggs? Oh, they got that. Now, who was the guy that was on your show that was go- going for the center out of... Uh... Out of Michigan? Yeah, that was... Um, this was Olusagun Oluwatimi. Oluwatimi, yeah. Quincy Carrier. That, we that had Quincy Carrier on the show, and that's who he liked. Quincy, yeah, that's right. Quincy Carrier. He, um, I always want to call him Quincy Carter, Quincy Carter, but uh, that was quarterback. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's just a shade under 24. I, I just, the guy really sold me on him. He's a run blocker. I think he, he'd mesh really well with what the Browns are doing, uh, and, and our O-line coach, man. Like I just, I, I can see that based on what he said. And, uh, I, I like that juice Scruggs is a little bit higher rated though, I believe. And, uh, I could go for that guy as well and i'd rather pick a guy from penn state michigan so uh, <laughs> i that that might sway me but well let's just look at their i mean their blocking grades so <clears throat> overall grade for scruggs was 71.5 67.5 or i'm sorry i'm looking at the wrong thing 69.9 in the run so basically a 70 and then pass 73.6 he's over 23 years old and ola he is also over 23. So as far as the age thing goes between these two guys, that's not a big deal. It looks like, man, Timmy out of Michigan. I, I or Quincy kind of sold him on me too, or sold me on him. So I don't know. Kenny, you make the call here. We're going to pick a center, it sounds like, right? Unfortunately, we're going we're gonna to go with the, the, I can't even say the name. but Timmy out of Michigan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the Browns get their backup center now. Okay, back on the clock at pick 140. Looks like the safety out of Iowa State, Anthony Johnson, still on the board. We've got some running backs. Sean Tucker out of Syracuse. Deuce Vaughn out of Kansas State. Parker Washington, the wide receiver out of Penn State's on the board. Do you want to see which... Is there a position you want to focus in on? So maybe now's the time to get a running back. I mean, okay. I think we've we've gone over a lot on this show. Um, I, th- I think we saw the backup to uh, Bijan uh, on the board there. Uh, oh, is he is he here now? No, I think he's already been he's already been picked. Talk okay. about Roshan Johnson. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought I saw him, but I did not. So here's a guy that I've been I've been listening to some things and hearing guys oops hearing guys talk about. And this would be a this wouldn't be a pick now. This would be later in the draft. But Israel Abanaconda. Abanakanda, however you say his name, the running back out of Pitt. So he's 5'11", 216, 20 years old. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's, he's speed. I don't know. It, it's just he's a, he's a player that as far as a depth running back later in the draft, I think would be interesting. But if you want to take one of these other guys now, I'm all about it. You know, see, uh, you know what? I could I could go with my Canadian roots and go for Chase Brown. He's from he's from Canada. I can't remember where he is from. Uh, I could go that route, but um, uh, he wins on speed too. Uh, he's two. He's only he's five nine. He's twenty three. I'm gonna stick with. Um, I I like what the one that you brought up. It's new to me. Uh, I like what we see and I like the age and we can get. Uh, I think he'd be great based on what we're reading, maybe third down back at this point. Okay, so you want to try to save a Banacanda for a later pick? 
No, we can go always oh, rank 174. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can wait on him. Okay, so maybe what, let's go to our top overall. Okay, here we are. Are we gonna are are we gonna are we gonna regret passing on Anthony here a couple times? I think we are. I think if he was still on the board at this point at pick one forty, yeah. the Browns would. I don't think it'd be a question. They'd be solidifying the safety depth, adding to that room, and I think this kid is a decent player. He was the one, if I'm not mistaken, moved from cornerback. Is that right? Yeah, he switched from yes. corner to safety. So right. I, I think as far as backing up um, Juan Thornhill as that deep safety, I think he's got the skills to do it. And then, we, like, playing corner, like, I mean, we want these guys on dime, nickel, like various defenses. He can play a couple positions. That's fantastic. Let's, dra- let's grab this guy. Okay. So Anthony Johnson, safety out of Iowa State. A couple picks later, 142, we're back on the board again. So is there anybody else that we were looking at there? Do you want to see who's available at receiver? Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing. You know who I really got talked into, I don't know if he's gone yet, is Mingo. But he might be down a little bit low. He's, I think I he's, he's got a- gone. He's already gone. Yeah. Yeah, I got talked into him too. I think Jonathan Mingo's got good potential for the NFL. So we can go Parker Washington, Jalen Moreno Cropper out of Fresno State, Bryce Ford Wheaton. We've talked about him before out of West Virginia. So Moreno Cropper, he I think we've been talking about him in the Patreon. Okay. I believe I believe someone's been take been uh talking about him and he I, I I like what I hear. He fits the age. I don't know about the weight to be honest with you, but five eleven you can maybe put a couple more pounds on uh based on his age, right? Right. Um, I don't know what he is, uh, speed wise or route wise. So that's the only thing I don't recall. Yeah. I don't know if it has a whole lot of that information in here on him. Um, well, let's just go back and look. I mean, again, we've already, the, who's Andrew Voorhees, the guard out of USC. I mean, we could go another offensive line. Well, he's a little older too. He's over 24. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a tight end there. There's Davis Allen, and he's mm-hmm. kind of rising up a little bit. Uh, he's he's a decent blocker. Um, I think he's got a yeah. So he's got he's the one that he's slower. He's 22, but he's six six. So he's another. He's a guy like Najoku from the the catching the ball contested wise in the end zone. So if you're gonna have a guy that's a third tight end, he's six six. Maybe not the slowest, but runs pretty good routes. And a decent, I think he's a decent blocker. His run block rate was 69, which is good. You know, so that's something that can improve with what the Browns are currently doing with their tight ends, right? Like, well, I'd be all of, I'd uh, be all about taking him because I, I like the idea of getting another tight end who can come in and block in line so that way we don't have to have David and Joku do. I'd like to free him up to go catch the passes and get downfield because he is a freak athlete. Yeah, yes, Absolutely. All right, so do you want to pull the trigger on Davis Allen here? Yep. All right, the Clemson tight end. Now we're going to move on to pick 190. We've got just the two picks left here. All right. Moreno Cropper is the wide receiver we just talked about. He's still on the board. Clayton Toon, the quarterback out of Houston. I know we've met with him. Um, Actually, this is one area I was interested in seeing. Okay, the the kid out of UCLA is no longer available. So, oh Dorian, yeah, yeah. So I had uh, when I went through mine, I had Owen uh, Papo around this time. So I got another linebacker mainly for special teams, and uh, I think he's a bit of a thumper. His name is Owen. Owen, yeah, and he's not available either. No, so he's gone. Well, we haven't got a receiver yet. Um, let's see who's available. That was linebacker too. Okay, so a receiver. Marino Cropper still available. Rakeem Jarrett. Out of 
Maryland is a receiver that I'm kind of starting to hear a little bit of buzz about. I still think he's going to be a later pick, but six foot, 192, 22 years old. Um, That's not bad. And then Ronnie Bell, again, a Michigan, Michigan wide receiver, but not a whole lot of production in college, though I don't, they never have a quarterback. So it's really hard to knock a Michigan receiver for not having a whole lot of production. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about him. Um, I mean, the worst case scenario, we're at we're in the what sixth round, and he turns into Donovan Peoples Jones. Like, I'll be yeah. right with that. <laughs> yeah, or even <laughs> half of that for a sixth round pick. Yeah, but I mean, for for bang for buck, Jalen is up there from Fresno State, ranked one forty two. We're picking at one ninety four. Um, maybe we just take a flyer on a kid that's a. I think he was a little bit older. Yeah, I'll just double check that for you real quick while we. No, he's uh, he's just about turned oh. twenty two, so he's he's the he's the light guy. He's the light guy, but we're gonna draft Jalen Moreno Cropper, yeah. and then we're gonna be on the board now with our last pick at two twenty nine. I mean, would would the Browns grab a quarterback to potentially, you know, see see what they got as far as a backup? I know that's been they've been linked to a couple guys. There's a couple interior D linemen here, linebackers. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with you. They met with Clayton Toon both, I think, at the combine and uh, they invited him into the into Berea. So, I mean, there's obviously something they like. Um, let's just pick him up and get a uh, see who he can be. Though maybe Kellen Mogg won't be on the team anymore. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Okay, so we're going to see what the draft grade throws at us here. It's that Clayton Toon pick that's going to drive it right off. Yeah. <laughs> okay there we go all right so it looks like overall we got an a minus on this draft so jordan battle the safety out of alabama at 74 got us a b plus moro jomo that interior d lineman got b plus isaiah mcguire your pick your boy a edge rusher out of missouri alusagon aluatimi the center out of mission got a d plus so PFF wasn't real pumped about us taking him. Anthony Johnson, huh. the safety at 140, got us an A+. Davis Allen, just a C-plus, that tight end out of Clemson. Then your Moreno Cropper pick and Clayton Toon, both A- and A-plus. All right. Not bad. Yeah. Not too shabby. So right. feeling good about the draft, man. Yeah, feeling pretty good about this one. So let's head back. New mock draft. Seven rounds. We're going to slow this one down a little bit. That way we can see who's getting picked. We've got our guys in mind. If they, if we don't see their names getting called at a certain point, we're going to pause this thing and we're going to make a trade up and go get somebody. So let's dive in and we'll kind of commentate on what happens here a little bit too. So again, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, two, CJ Stroud, four. Well, let's see. There's Will Levis, seven to the Raiders. Wow. Yep. Jackson Smith and Jigba going to oh, the Texans. Love to have him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be a heck of a receiver. Quentin Johnson goes to the Lions. Let's see what else is going on here. Jordan Addison, the wide receiver USC, goes to the Giants. I've I've seen that mock quite a bit. Okay, so linebackers going slow. Okay, so I'm just going to pause real quick. Have you seen any of the names go that you've been that you were interested in? They're all still there, right? It was Simpson. No, I, I don't think I've seen any linebackers. Go Simpson, yet. Sanders, and Jackson, right? Yeah. Or not Jackson, Jack. Oh, um, Campbell. Campbell, Jackson. Okay. We will resume. Let's see here. There goes Sanders. Mozzie Smith is gone. Jack Campbell is gone. So we'll pause. So the last right, guy so is Trenton Simpson. That's the guy. You, you talked about this. The Browns met with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... You know, kind of looking at team needs here. The the Saints are on the clock right now. Their needs, according to PFF, guard, center, D-line, cornerback. Right after them is the Titans wide receiver O-line. I do believe the, the Titans took an O-lineman in the first round, if I saw that correctly, in this mock. So do we try to trade with the Saints here, or do we wait? Because it's uh, it, the Jets, it says, needs a linebacker, and they've got 42 and 43 coming up. Yeah, we got it. We either got to get it here. Or we got to get the next pick. So, if they're going to go guard or center, those are lower. So their their next pick is going to be D line, right? 
So I think that might be up for them. So Campbell's gone. So we want to try and get uh, Simpson. So Sanders is gone. So yeah, we want to try and get Simpson. Okay. So, so we want to try to trade with the Saints here? Let's see what we can get done with them. Yeah. Okay. And so you had said what it was going to take. We're, we'll try to get pick 40 here. You said it was going to take 74. And what else? 90, 98 and uh, 90, 190, I believe. And 190. So that's yeah. it's still saying this trade will not be accepted. Now we can force the trade. We can throw in, uh, we throw in our third round pick for next year. Now it's got an 84% chance of being accepted. I don't know. Do you want yeah. to do anything like that? A third round pick in 2025? Maybe. Yeah, it doesn't affect us. We're one year wonders. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, we want to go ahead and offer that trade. Yeah. We'll go get our guys. Oh, the trade was not accepted. Oh, well, I'll just throw in a, a fifth. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Okay. There so we go. Now we're on the board trying to see where he is at. Huh. It was a line. You saw him? Yeah. Trenton Simpson, there he is, linebacker out of Clemson. That's your, that's our yeah. guy. We're pulling, pulling the trigger here. Yeah. All right, Trenton Simpson. The Browns went up to pick forty in the second round and got their linebacker. I'm going to pause this. Do we want to make any other trades, or do we want to roll out with the last five picks? Okay, so, well, the next trade that I made would have been I traded picks one eleven. And 142 up to 94, and I got uh, Saika uh, Ika. Okay. Yeah. So you said we went up to pick, what was it, 94? Yeah, and we traded 111 and 142, but I don't even know if that guy's been drafted already. So oh, he just went at pick 63. Oh, no. Yep, the DT out of Baylor. So he is yeah. gone. Was there anybody else there that you had? Um, well, we just want to get a defensive tackle, so let's see what's left. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to have this in the podcast. Honestly, how do I get into... I don't know how to go see who's still available on the board. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's what I don't like about this. Yeah, we might have to just... We might just have to do like the one draft to get a linebacker and then because that's a big yeah. need. Well, let's just, I'll just, okay, we'll dive back in here. All right. Well, yep. since I could just got picked by the Chiefs at pick 63, we're just going to turbo this and we're going to yep. fly up to pick 111. Now, here we are, kind of the same scenario as the last draft. Anthony Johnson's still on the board. This now there's a, the, the top safety. Browns might be interested there. Isaiah McGuire, that edge rusher, still there. Moro Jomo is still on the board. Which guy do you want? Um, you want to take a quick peek at Turner there, the the defensive uh, interior, and uh, see what he's about. Turner. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kobe Turner. I'm sorry, out of Wake Forest. Sure. Looks like his overall grade ninety two point two, pass rush eighty eight point eight, run defense ninety three point one. He grades out pretty darn well. Was he like uh, is he, like is he twenty seven? <laughs> <laughs> he's twenty. He's going to be twenty four. Six foot three, two ninety. So. Definitely older. Um, he's a little bit slight, like it says here, for at 290 for that interior DT. So I don't yeah. know. Would you take him over a guy like Ojomo, who we picked in the last draft? He's younger. He's not even 22 yet. He's he's lighter, too, I guess, at the 292. Yeah. Or do we just edge rusher? You know, we Isaiah McGuire was a good grade for us last time. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, Isaiah McGuire's coming back again. Probably going to end up having a lot of the same picks here. Here we could try Juice Scruggs, see what the grade is, versus Ola with yeah, 10. You want to try that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, Juice Scruggs, center out of Penn State, back on the clock at 140. What receivers are available here? I don't know if they would pass on Anthony Johnson being available, but well, really it's the same. Oh, Bryce Ford Wheaton, and then yeah. he's going to be a, a type receiver too, right? Of what kind of receiver? Slot, he's just kind of no. He's bigger. Guy. He's six four two twenty one. Oh, he's a little older. He's twenty three, but yeah. yes. So that's that's something I wouldn't mind trying, just with the overall physical tools that he has. And yeah. maybe we don't get Davis this time because we traded picks. So maybe he's going to be our contested ball uh, jumper in the end zone. 
Okay. So do you want to go ahead and grab Bryce Ford Wheaton? Yeah, let's do that. All right, Bryce Ford Wheaton, the wide receiver out of West Virginia. We're back on the clock. What's catching your eye now? Well, it looks like Anthony Johnson just really wants to be a Brown. He does. We're <laughs> going to draft him again, Anthony Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this kid makes it this far in the real NFL draft, but interesting that we were able to get him twice this late. Yeah. Last pick, 229. Two twenty nine. So we will go. Who's camera around there? Corner. You want to go with a corner? Corner out of Ohio State. We could do that. Let's do that. Okay. We will draft Cameron Brown, the cornerback out of Ohio State. Cornerback depth always necessary in the NFL. Gotta have one Buckeye, man. Gotta have one Buckeye. So yeah. (laughs) Okay. So our overall grade on this one. Ooh, not as good, Kenny. We got a C plus. The trade up to get Trenton Simpson got us an F. Can you believe that? Yeah. Uh, well, as we as we did it, I noticed what his grade was versus what we traded for. We gave up too much to get him. So if it was Campbell, I think, or if it was Sanders, we just missed out on them. We ultimately would have went that route first because I I would definitely have picked Campbell over him, and I think that would have increased our uh, our value overall. Uh, I'm a little surprised with the Bryce Ford Wheaton one, but maybe he was going to drop a little bit and we could have got him later. Who knows? But uh, Anthony Johnson is still bringing up our grades there. He's And uh, Isaiah McGuire, pro football focus, really likes those guys. So hopefully we see them in Browns uniforms. That'd be nice. Juice Scruggs uh, rated or gave us a better grade than Ola Watimi did. Cameron Brown yeah. is that last flyer pick at cornerback a C. You know, whatever. These are just, you know, these are just grades based on PFF, their analytics and everything. But They've got a good product here, so we like to use them. It's it's a lot of fun to do it this way. But the real NFL draft, man, we are only days away. So make sure you guys are checking out YouTube Live Friday night, 7 o'clock. We're going to be recapping round one. We're going to flow through with you guys rounds two, round three. Talk about what the Browns are doing, who they should be looking at. We'll be monitoring these guys that we just talked about, me and Kenny, and see, okay, are they still available? Are they falling through the second round? When should the Browns be thinking about, you know, jumping up and getting these guys? So we'll be there through it all. We've got the homage t-shirt giveaway contest going on the whole time. It's just going to be a ton of fun. We're going to be eating burgers. I don't know, Kenny. I wish you were coming, man. I wish you were coming to the studio. Yeah, man, that would be amazing. I totally, I totally love doing this stuff with you guys, but unfortunately I'm going to be heading out to Vegas. So, uh, I want to get my sleep in before I have a really good time for four days. I'm not sure how many people ever say, unfortunately, I'm going to Vegas, but there you go. Maybe maybe a first time for everything. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, is there anything else that you want to mention real quick about the draft, about what the Browns are going to do, about these mocks before we wrap it up? Well, I had a couple of notes. Uh, I think Brian Bosar touched on a guy. I had him way too high, but he's a fullback. And his name's Hunter. I think it's Loop Key. It's L-U-E-P-K-E. Uh, okay. He's out of, uh, um, uh, not San Diego State. He's out of South Dakota State, I believe. And uh, he might not get drafted, but he's a guy that I wouldn't mind seeing on the Browns. Now, I think the f- the fullback is just a classification, but I think he can play running back and I think he can play tight end. Okay. Instead of drafting a guy like uh, Davis, uh, I think maybe getting a guy that can play all like H-back and all those positions gives a little bit more versatility uh, to the Browns because the times that they did have that Johnny Stanton guy in, he kind of did all that stuff and backed up. That's true. That's true. And so I'd like to see that even just for uh, the preseason, but I think he might be somebody that the Browns uh, might get. Um, the other guys that I was looking at, there's a guy coming up uh, from a, I didn't even know they had a football team at Sacramento State. Uh, his name is Marte Bapu. And uh, he is a larger individual. I don't have the stats uh, pulled up right now, but let me just quick uh, look at it. While you're doing that, I will just comment on what you just said a little bit ago, just to reiterate. The versatility thing for these players in the eyes of the Browns is key because of a lot of the contracts that we have that we're in right now. Deshaun Watson, obviously, you know, we've got guys, our offensive line, like you said, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, we've got guys that are, We've got a lot of cap space allocated toward them. Rightfully so. They're great players. But when you can get a guy who can come in and he can fill in at a tight end position if we need him to, a fullback position if we need him to, he can take carries from the running back position if we need him to. 
that's the kind of thing, and he, and he can do them all well and efficiently. That's the kind of thing that the Browns, I, I feel, are going to gravitate toward. Yeah, because, I mean, these guys that are make the team, they're going to be kind of the back end of the team. you got to play multiple positions. And right. if you can't, you're not going to be on the team. So, okay, so this guy, PFF, rated 139. Uh, Mapu, he's, he's 23. Uh, 6'3", 216 pounds, though. So, like, and you're playing those dime, you're playing those nickels, you're getting extra guys in. He can play like a linebacker. So he, there's another guy too, a lot like him, and that's JL Skinner. He's six four, two oh nine. You know, so again, he plays a slot or a linebacker. So these are guys that I've been kind of looking at uh, as well. And then um, I think that's the only guys that I wanted to mention to that kind of came off the um, the charts for me. Uh, I was kind of alerted to JL Skinner because the president of the uh, Boise State Browns backers is goes to every single game and he's super into those guys or I would have not known about that specific guy. And then the other guy was Owen Papineau. Um, I kind of liked where he was um, for a guy that could be like a backup linebacker slash special teamer, uh, which our guy uh, Bubba uh, Vatrone would probably really like. Yep, I'm sure he would. Okay. Well, great. I'm glad that you mentioned those names. I the, I know that, and we talked about this before the show, not all Browns fans are gung-ho about the draft, especially with the fact that we don't pick till the third round. But, you know, this is essential team-building season right now. I, you you build first through the draft. I mean, this you everybody gets, everybody has draft picks. Not everybody has, you know, available cap space every year. Not everybody has two, you know, uh, free agent spots allocated toward them. Everybody has draft picks allocated. Whether you keep them or not, that's that's their prerogative. But yeah. the draft is where it all starts. So it is good to know these names. And, you know, hey, we'll be seeing some of them on the Browns after next weekend. But, Kenny, I really appreciate you joining me for these mock drafts today and bringing all your knowledge and, you know, all the research you've done into these prospects today. Yeah, no, I was, I, I was pumped. And you know what? You were mentioning everybody else. It was kind of like everybody else. It was kind of stuck a little bit. And uh, when you brought this to my attention, I got really into it. And uh, I'm super pumped uh, to see you guys live. And I'm super pumped to see what happens on Saturday, too. Absolutely. It's going to be a ton of fun. So again, Friday, 7 o'clock, join us. YouTube live night two, day two of the NFL draft, rounds two and three. We'll be live. Uh, Kenny's going to be in Las Vegas. So wish him luck. He's going to have a ton of fun. And for everybody else, we will talk to you. I don't know how many episodes we're going to put out this week. We're going to be kind of busy getting ready for the draft and doing all that kind of stuff. So until we talk to you guys next time, let's go Browns. Go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.